Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Father, we thank you for the latter rain and the former rain and the first month. Thank you for the land that is full of wheat, for the wine that is overflowing. We receive and claim your promise that your people shall eat in plenty and they shall be satisfied and they shall praise the name of the Lord your God. And it will come to pass that you will pour your spirit upon all flesh. Lord, I pray for the prophetic dimension of your grace today to flow through this assembly. Enlighten the eyes of the understanding of your people. Bring them into alignment with your will, your plan, and your purpose. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. Receive this by grace and faith. In Jesus' mighty name. And the people said, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As you sit down, I want you to think of this. If the Bible records concerning the early church that none of them lacked anything, it will be written concerning this end time church. All of them have more than enough. Can I hear amen? Amen. Jesus mighty name. We shall continue today with our series titled Prophetic Progression and Apostolic Succession. On the first Sunday of September, we we had the third part in this series titled When the Tables Turn. Do you all still remember that? So today's message will be the fourth part, part four. Let me at this juncture place on the register my deep and sincere appreciation for the messages preached here on the second Sunday of September by Elder Wale Lassen, they titled, Our Times Are in God's Hands. And the one preached last Sunday by Pastor Simeon Afolabi regarding our identity and who we are in God. Those two profound messages will make today's message easy to preach and easy to understand. I want us one more time to appreciate in absential Pastor Simeon Afolabi and our own elder who is seated here. Elder Wale Lassende 
May God's richest blessings be upon you all and all our helpers in Jesus' mighty name. Now, rather than joining the two themes together in one message, I've decided to separate them for the sake of clarity. So today, our focus will be on prophetic progression. And by God's grace, next Sunday, we shall focus on apostolic succession. Is that all right by you? I can't hear you. Good. Please turn your Bible with me to Genesis chapter 15. The same place where Pastor Simeon was last Sunday. Genesis chapter 15. I will start reading from verse 12 to 21. And then we'll go quickly to Genesis chapter 20, verse 1 to 8. Prophetic progression. That will be part 4. Genesis 15, 12 to 21. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces that Abraham had split into two, the animals, not the birds. On the same day, the Lord covenant with Abraham saying, to your descendants, this is the deed, this is the sea of O. You understand me? To what the Palestinians are trying to claim. This is the sea of O from God Almighty to what nations are fighting over. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, to your descendants, I've given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenazites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Gagashites, and the Jebusites. Do you understand me? All their land, God signed on, off, and gave to Abram and his descendants forever. Can I hear? Amen. <laughs> Genesis chapter 20, verse 1 to 8. Genesis 20, 1 to 8. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur and stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech king of Gerar sent and took Sarah. I don't like preaching about Sarah at all. Because one manner of a woman 
was this Sarah that will agree with her husband that for the sake of his life let another man seize me. And they will drag her and she will follow them. She will not say one word. She will not complain. One manner of woman was Sarah that would say this barrenness is creating embarrassment for us. This is my house help. Maybe God will give me a job. Eh, Sarah. And the Bible says you are all daughters of Sarah. <laughs> How many of you are willing to live like Sarah? <laughs> I don't like preaching about Sarah at all. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? This woman, I found her secret. How many women will allow their husbands to pawn them like Abraham did to Sarah and not throw up tantrums? The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 3 that Sarah trusted God and obeyed Abraham. That do what you like. I also have a relationship with the Father. If you are hiding your true identity in our relationship, he will answer for me. Do you? He trusted God. That's what God wants you to be like when he says you are all daughters of Sarah. Not to give your house girl to, to, to your husband. No, to let, to, to, to be so confident that God is on your side and it does not matter what your husband says, God will show up on your behalf. Can I hear amen? amen. My mother was like that. She trusted God absolutely. That God will come through for her and for her household. And I saw it literally. He said, well, but your mother was not a Christian when she was doing all this. Every time Jesus spoke about great faith that was not in Israel, it was by those who are not in the family. I saw her demonstrate her faith. Do I have women of faith in the house? Who will trust God regardless of what their husband does? Who will trust God whether they leave money at home or not? Who will trust God whether they come on time? Who will trust God whether they are paying attention to you? Who knows? Your God will answer for you. Amen. Uh, my subject today is not Sarah. I'll find a day. It should be a, a holy day. To look at that woman in all her complexity. And when the time came for her to assert her rights, he said, Abram, this son of the bond woman cannot be here with Isaac. Yes, I made mistakes, but it's not going to become permanent. Uh -huh, thank you. I suggested it to you. Now I unsuggest. I'm, I'm creating my own English. Uh, I suggested it now. I unsuggest. I suggest. Let me read, lest I get carried away. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night. That's the God she trusted. And said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man. Because of the woman. Ah. When a woman is quiet, it's grace of God upon her life. When she's silent, she's a time bomb. 
Do you understand? When she's quiet, a quiet and mixed spirit, that's what God wants you to take from Sarah. But when she's silent in the midst of being pushed around, she's a time God showed up and said, You are a dead bomb is about to explode. This woman <laughs> Susu Rankai Dede. Madam, I salute. Mrs. B, I bow. Enjoy your Let's read. <laughs> but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she's a man's wife. The husband did not testify. God testified on her behalf. God is about to speak on your behalf. In the mighty I said, My God will fight your battles. If God is fighting your battles, don't get into the fray and be telling your apart that you want to fight because he's a man of war. You are a dead. Abimelech, you say you are a king. You are a dead man. <laughs> but Abimelech had not come near her. Good now. Our daughter. And he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? What does that mean? Did God say the nation was dead? He said, you are a dead man. He said, you want to kill a nation. Because the moment the head is cut off, the whole nation is paralyzed. That's why those of you who are praying for your president to die. You are paralyzing your nation. It is better for them to leave. Do you understand me? Pray for them to do what is right. And when they don't do what is right, when God is ready, he will take them away. Do you understand? You are a dead man. Will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she's my sister? (laughs) And she even, she herself said, is my brother in the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands I've done that's why it beats my imagination hollow that we have to teach integrity in the church if a hidden king can boast of his integrity and it becomes a subject we are now learning and teaching in church something is wrong it should be assumed that everyone who is called by the name of God has integrity. Let's read further. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld, you know, KJC is a restraint. I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Uh, 
ko je mo nkan to de ohun wa nkan to ma mu pe olodun ma re ke obirin ko ma je ke lei ma lo lara iro ko so na nbe ko se gun wa kudanu do you understand elei you can't touch her he said i did not let you you think it's you that is smart it is god building a wall of protection around you do you understand me it's not because you are holy it's because god is faithful in fact you yourself know you are wanted to do too uh-huh. you are there uh, you, you 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 just uh, <laughs> not today uh, god restrained you now therefore restore the man's wife for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you shall live but if you do not restore her know that you shall surely die you and all who are yours your nation inclusive ma pabuboyin dano were that's why i like people to pursue me wrongly for that man is a prophet he will pray for you and then i will open the wombs of everyone but if you even attempt if you entertain the thought timba going <laughs> listen to the next verse because the reason there is no fear of god is they have turned us to ping pong <laughs> they play table tennis with us they know the word of god is no longer in our mouth our god has become our belly that's the shame of the church next verse so abimelech rose early in the morning called all his servants told all these things in their hearing and the men were very much afraid atento muwayara do you know we were not told where she was kept anymore all of a sudden fear more ayayo balejo won fi berubojo sase be call of him you just wait they are going to get into their hiding in the mighty name of jesus you walk all down me kilo sensor be a ledo male you walk all down me you walk all down me kilo sensor be a ledo male you walk all I'll come to talk more when they give you a crown when the world gives you a crown they take the scepter away from you Is it not the same people singing Ambo 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 Ikosha shebere ni o Ambo Hey Ambo Ambo Hey Ambo Ambo Ikosha shebere ni o Ambo They've changed the song Because when the world gives you the crown they take this scepter away from you By the time I finish with you today you never put your trust in the arms of flesh <laughs> 
Before I get into the message, I'd like to show you some uh, frames. They've been in my office for a long time. Can I have the brown one? Let me turn it to them. Let it go above your head. Can you read it? Some people want it to happen. Some wish it will happen. Others make it happen. Which one are you? I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. Say it loud and clear. Some people want it to happen. Some wish it will happen. Others make it happen. I say, which one are you? Give me the blue one. Don't go yet. Stand up, stand up on the platform. Mm-hmm. This is stand next to him. This is the second one. <laughs> Can you read it? It's too far away from you. Okay. Pastor Tunde Bakari via Abel Kuta Lisha Grammar School Allah Gomeji Bostov Uges Avenue University of Lagos Elder Star Chambers Lateran Assembly Amazing Grace Villa What else can you see there? What else can you see there? Come close, come close, come. They can't see it from you have to look deep. Come, come. What can you see here? Asso Villa. Uh, uh, there's a hidden villa there. Uh-huh. It's called Asso Villa. Uh-huh. That's that's the ultimate bus stop. That's why I didn't buy any land in Abuja. That's why I didn't rent any house in Abuja. There's a place there. Nitori Ipuola Darao Ipuola. Bori banjoba lola moshima debe nituria joba adadeo ajoba adadeo eni se gbagbo eni se leya ajoba you think the man is joking he's too full of himself wait you will find out. Now, what is so unique about this is that the first one was given to me by the father of the girl who gave this to me. They gave it to me at different times. It was the daughter, after listening to several messages, that captured this one. This is Korede Awubowale. This is Olumide Awubowale. Olumide brought this to Nigeria. Kurede brought this to my house in London. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a truth will be established. If you believe that, say amen. Thank you. Don't break it. Put it down. Uh, hmm. 
Why are we not settling for less? Because we know what God had said. I want to teach on prophetic progression today. To get you ready and get you wired up to your prophetic destiny. In Jesus name, nothing would distract you. You will reach your goal. You will fulfill your destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say prophetic progression. In the first passage we read. Abraham encountered God in a unique way. At the end of the day God told him. You're going to go to your fathers in an old ripe age. But your descendants will go to a land which is not theirs. And that strange land they will serve and they will afflict them 400 years. And after that time I will bring them out with great abundance. In the second passage... God introduced Abraham to Abimelech as a prophet. That shows you that Abraham is not just a simple phenomenon. He was a three-dimensional person. Abraham the prophet. Abraham the father of faith. Abraham the friend of God. And if anyone is God's friend... If you cannot be his friend, don't be his enemy. Because God will show up in your bedroom and pronounce you a dead man. Now, if God Almighty spoke to Abimelech that Abraham was a prophet, and God made some prophetic word and pronounced a prophetic word, Upon his life, then from the life of Abraham, we can glean the principles of prophetic progression. Because Abraham will not be there when God's word will come to pass. 400 years is not 400 years dash. You understand me? 400 years is a long time. Abraham will not be there. So who will be watching over the word? Who will be watching over that word to keep it to ensure that what God had said ultimately will come to pass. And that's, that's the, the, the exploration we are about to do. Last Sunday, you were taught that not two Sundays ago, that our times are in whose hands? Who is the timekeeper? So why are, you, why are you desperate? Why are you restless? Why do you think he has forgotten you? If somebody else is building a house and dedicating it, and you are the one called to come and commission and to, to dedicate it, dedicate it with joy. How many houses did I bless in this church when I was a tenant? Several. I can begin to point them out one by one. 
that your friend is getting married. And it looks like they are passing you by. I was best man seven times. The righteous man falls seven times. The Lord picks him up again. All my friends were laughing. They do not know I was using their wedding to acquire suit. I was best man seven times. I'll follow them like they don't worry. When the time comes, you know. Yeah, you know I will. Eh? Somebody looked at her woman in the taste, Moloko ya taste Koburu. God God they they can't be. Your friend is 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 buying cars and your own is smoking Joe. Don't worry. It's because your time has not come. Uh-huh. Who knows whether it's your son that will buy your own? <laughs> I'm talking to somebody. What shall I be one you? The rest is not to the sweet. The battle is not to the strong. Do you understand this? Time and chance happen to them. Oh, our times. Thank God. And then last Sunday, we were taught that every one of us is a major link in a long prophetic chain held in God's hands. He figured it out in eternity. That your life and your story does not belong, does not begin with you. And it is not going to end with you. It began in eternity and it will end in eternity. And there's only one person in charge of eternity before and eternity to come. His name is God Almighty. Moses looked at him. He said, from eternity to eternity, thou art God. Before the mountains were brought forth, from eternity to eternity, thou art God. Tell your neighbor, your story did not begin with you. Your story is not going to end with you. Almighty God is the script writer. He wrote it before your dad met your mom. You know why I will not die in an accident? Because I'm not an accident. How about you? I will not, I'm not an accident. Luma no accident. I'm not an accident. God sat down. He, he, he thought it through. At what time will I release this phenomenon called Tunde Bakari? I love it when God says, in the fullness of time. I love it when he says, set time. Now, if God calls Abraham a prophet, was God lying? Did Abraham prophesy? Where is his book of prophecy? It's on Mount Moriah. 
is on Mount Moriah where the temple of Solomon will eventually be built. Years after, do you know how God, help me this morning. I, I want to finish this today. Will you help me? Do you know how David found out where the temple will be located? He made a blunder. It was a terrible mistake. He said, go and number the children of Israel. Oh, God is not against censors. He gave them prescriptions. If God is against censors, there will be no book of numbers. But he just... At this stage, David was not just numbering the children of Israel. He began to count on people. That how many people do I have now? No longer 400. No longer, I want to know how many people. Joab said, are they not all yours? Why do you want to count them? Why do you? He said, are you the king? So they went to count. Read your Bible well. They didn't count everybody. Because they knew there's something wrong here. And when they finished, God sent a prophet to David. He said, out of three things, choose one. You know, my yagbe burula jomeji, non-stop. <laughs> Which one would you take? <laughs> he said, choose one for your enemies to pursue you for three years. For the famine to come to your land three years. Or for the sword to show forth and destroy your people. Choose one. Is there anything? None of the above. Let me fall into the hands of God. He is a merciful God. I have sinned against God. And the angel stretched his shirt. And people started dying. 70,000 people. You see things happen in your environment. You do not look beyond the natural. You blame A. You blame B. You blame C. Rather than asking God what is happening. That's what October 1 to 7 is all about. You don't misjive. That's the way we said it in school. Don't misuse your tongue. When the killings began, it fell down. He said, God, this ship did not sink. It is me and my father's house. Destroy us. And God intervened because He wants you to repent. That's all. He said, go to the treasure floor of Arauna the Jebusite. <laughs> your mistake will lead you to a discovery that will fulfill your destiny. Amen. You did not hear me. Amen. I said, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. It was a major blunder. It was when he got to the treasure floor of Arauna the Jebusite. Arana himself saw the angel. He was afraid, ready to run. And the king said, I need your land for sacrifice unto God. In the name of Jesus Christ. I stood before you here in one of the nine, in one of the vigils. And I said, we are at a stage where the resources that we need will come from places you can't even imagine. But there are people sitting on it and it's time to remove their legs. They have been removed. Yeah. 
you really don't know when we say those things they will come to pass do you understand not because they sin not because they are not smart not because they don't know what to do not because they know how to do it but because God has a need you know, we approach them with gentility. <laughs> oh God, this thing belongs to me. Ah, eh, am I need delay? Am I need? Am I I'm keeping quiet, oh, October. Do you understand me? You cannot sit on what belongs to God. You are too small. He will remove you. Around all the devils, I said, uh, uh, King, the trash, uh, the, 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 what I'm using to trash the floor. The wood, the the ram, the donkey, everything. Just take your your chicken in me. <laughs> and when God is ready to chase your enemy, they will run. <laughs> what they are sitting on the it was after he weighed six hundred shekel. He said, I will not give to God that which costs me nothing. That's what next Sunday is all about. I will get you ready. You God will plunge you into a world that you cannot explain. <laughs> Your neighbors will begin to suspect you. Amen. I say your neighbors. I say no, no. This man has done something. There's something that this man has plugged himself into, and you will be able to say this is the work of the living God. Can I hear? Amen. amen. When he finished the sacrifice, he said, "This is the house of God. Abraham had purchased it." With the life of Isaac hundreds of years before, but nobody knew where the land was. That same position where Isaac was offered is where the temple will be. And it took the mistake and the blunders of David to discover it. So even your mistakes and blunders are part of the tapestry. See, a man was weaving, he was weaving, he was calling red, black, green, yellow, red, black, green, yellow, white, blue. And somebody watching him said, supposing your attendant gives you a wrong thread, he said, I know how to weave it into it. It will become a pattern. Everything you think you have gone through, God is going to weave a pattern out of it. You become a sign. You become a wonder. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That's why you must not burn down the school. Because you have graduated. You must have mercy upon others. You knew where God took you from. That's why you must be humble. You know where he took you from. And so have mercy upon others. Who are still struggling. Can I hear Amen. amen. So if it was upon Mount Moriah that Isaac asked Abraham, my father, my father, the knife, the wood, the fire, where is the lamb 
the most profound prophecy was spoken by Abraham upon that man Moriah. The Lord will provide himself a lamb. And generation down the line, they could not see the lamb that he provided. God spoke to another prophet, more than a prophet, by the name of John the Baptist. He said, one of these days when you are baptizing, someone will come. And the moment he steps into River Jordan, heavens will open. And the spirit of God will descend upon him like a dove. This is the son of God. When he came, he said, "Do, uh, Lord, <laughs> we met before. You are to baptize me. I'm not to baptize you. And people said John baptized Jesus. No, Jesus baptized John first in the mother's womb. Do you understand me? He said, no, suffer it to be so now in order to fulfill all righteousness. And he went to the river. John did not know it was he. But as he was coming out, heavens opened. And God said, this is my beloved son. You are about to step into your river. Oh, Lateran Assembly, you are close to your 38th anniversary. You are stepping into your Jordan. In the mighty name of Jesus, heaven will open over you. God will speak concerning your identity. And you will never be confused again. In the mighty name of Jesus. And John said, I saw him. I testify this is the son of God. It was the second day after that baptism that Jesus came. And just, ah, behold! The Lamb of God that carries away the sins of the whole world. Two of his disciples who were there, Andrew and John said, that's him. Thanks. It's nice meeting you. Bye-bye to your church. You don't know why people move from church to church. It's revelation. Uh, their needs push them around until Christ is revealed in them and to them. Can I hear? Amen. amen. So if God said Abraham was a prophet, he, made them, he gave the most profound prophecy. The Lord will provide himself a lamb. So can we now decode from the life of this prophet prophetic progression from Genesis chapter 15 that we read God made certain pronouncements that Abraham's descendants would go to a land where they will be strangers where they will serve and that land will afflict them for 100 years after which God will bring them out with a mighty hand and with great abundance. I want you to please know that at that time, Abraham had no son. And yet God spoke of a multitude of descendants to a man whose wife was barren and whose only hope for succession and heir rested squally on the chief servant born in his house. By the name of Eliezer. If you are expecting things to line up before God speaks, then you don't know God. If you expect him that to speak only when things line up, it is when he speaks that things line up. 
He doesn't have to wait for things to line up because when he speaks, things will line up. And because God's word will not return to him void, the links in the prophetic long chain began to emerge one after the other. First in the lifetime of Abraham and subsequently after his death. I did a study. You know, every word that I preach sometimes takes me six, eight hours to, pre- to prepare for one. I take my time in his presence. Do you know who the links were? That will fulfill what God spoke to Abraham. I counted at least 16. That will fulfill that one word. One of them, Isaac. Yes or no? Yes. Was Isaac part of the links? Yes. And then Abimelech. What was the role of Abimelech? To enter into covenant with the father and to torment the son. You don't get it, do you? It was Abimelech who said to Isaac, you are mightier than us. And they, 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 they sugar bad him. They dump him in the valley. Because he was mightier than them. And they had to come back with five call and another person, three of them to say, you are mightier than we are. Let us enter into covenant with you. So let's begin to count. Isaac. Abimelech, Jacob was part of the link, not so. Huh? Who was the father of Jacob? Isaac. But where will Jacob manifest God? Not in his father's house. God had to raise another link. What's his name? Laban. <laughs> and in the household of Laban, other links will show up. Are you counting? Rachel, Leah. Beat her. Zilpa. On the middle. Oh, you are not counting well. Isaac. Abimelech. Jacob. Laban. Rachel. Leah. Bilhah. Zilpa. Oh, you're right. And then Joseph and his brothers showed up. Joseph came from the loved woman. The others came from the hated woman. <laughs> and then Binher and Zilpa. Eventually Rachel had a second one called Benjamin. And from these four women came the twelve sons of Jacob. Who constituted the foundation of the nation of Israel. Hmm. Then came another one. The man who gave direction to Joseph while he was wandering in Shekhe. It was part of the links. Because there comes a time when the dreamer will become a wanderer. And he will need direction. 
And God will position and oh, they are no longer in Shechem, they have gone to Dothan. And as soon as he will appear to his brothers, it was time for him to begin his journey into destiny. They will say, here comes the dreamer. Let us kill him and see what will become of his dreams. In readiness to buy him will be the Ishmaelites. And the Ishmaelites will resell him to Midianites. And the Midianites will take him to a proper market where another person will take off from his duties and come to the market on that special day while the auction will be going on to buy Joseph again. Sold to the Ishmaelites. Bought by the Midianites. Bought again. It covered all the dimensions in the outer court, in the holy place. It was sold because the lamb will be sold. You'll be, are you following me? Are you following? Okay. And then <laughs> Captain Potiphar brought him home. You understand me? He became the slave owner. The master of the slave. But there's a problem. <laughs> the slave master's wife <laughs> saw the difference between Potiphar and Joseph. <laughs> he said, <laughs> Hey, boy, you look Kill a Fine. Oh, you know. <laughs> the Bible says, and Joseph was handsome and good looking. Hey, professional hazard. <laughs> Mrs. Potiphar, you know, boy, if God will not test you, he will not use you. He does not use an untested vessel. So right in the house of Potiphar was the lady temperance. who was coming against him vehemently on daily basis. The guy said, I knew the dreams I saw. I saw the 11 stars. I saw the moon. I saw the sun. I saw the sheaves. I didn't see you. You are not part of my destiny. When she lied against him, are you listening? And he was thrown into prison. Why? Because there are other links in the chain. The baker and the butler. They had a role to play. And you know, the moment the butler and the baker would dream, then their terms in prison will come to an end. Both of them will be lifted up. The head of one will be cut up. One will be restored. Are you following me? Uh-huh. And then here comes the Pharaoh. Who knew Joseph? He set him free. And he promoted him. He became second in command. Are you with me? And everything was going on well for Joseph at this time. In the seven years of plenty, his brothers would not come. You know, there are some people who God will not allow to go places, but he will bring places to them. Oh, it was Jeremiah who prophesied. I said, you will not have to go to them, they will come to you. Have you noticed that I don't chase anything? I don't. I don't look for things. Things look for me. Why? He said, if you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God and obey his commandments, this blessing shall 
pursue you and overtake you. When you are the one pursuing blessing, you are walking anti-clockwise. Up till this time that was prime minister and leader in Egypt, Abraham's dream and Abraham's the word of God to Abraham had not even started. All these links. It has not started because they were not yet in a strange land. So God had to create a famine. Within those seven years, the first two years, his brothers showed up in Egypt. His fathers eventually came with the entire household and they were there with Joseph in the land of Goshen, while the world was languishing in famine, they were having bread from their brother, prime minister. They were well taken care of. The prophecy had not begun. So how would the prophecy begin? Number one, all the patriarchs must die. Uh, you, you, you know, I will not get there until I become an orphan. All the patriarchs must die. And one after the other, they were taken into Canaan to be buried. Joseph himself would die for the prophecy to start. And they embalmed him and kept him in a coffin in Egypt. Then another Pharaoh arose. (laughs) Now, the prophecy started. Without Pharaoh, we come 400 years of affliction. Do you understand me? It is at this time that Moses will be born. Do you want to count? Ready? Isaac? I can hear you. Abimelech? Jacob? Laban, Rachel, Leah, Bilhah, Zilpah, Joseph and his brothers, the man who saw Joseph wandering, the Ishmaelites, the Midianites, Captain Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar, the jailer, the baker, the butler, the Pharaoh who set him free, the Pharaoh who did not know Joseph, huh? And how did you come 19? Where did you get 19? Because I said Joseph and his brother is one block. You counted them as 12. <laughs> the Midianites, one block. <laughs> the Ishmaelites, one block. Why didn't you count all the Ishmaelites? The butler and the baker, they are two people. By the time Moses showed up, there have been 16 major links in the entire story. You want to count again? Uh, Go and read your Bible. (laughs) Shall we start? Isaac, Abimelech, Jacob, Laban, Rachel, Leah, Bilhah, 
Zilpah, Joseph and his brothers, the man who saw Joseph wandering, the Ishmaelites, the Midianites, Captain Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar, the jailer, the baker, the butler, Pharaoh who set him free, Pharaoh who did not know Joseph, Your mathematics is very wonderful. <laughs> Take home and do your own arithmetic. <laughs> let, me, let me share this with you. Look at how long the chain is. Do you recognize Potiphar as one of the links? Do you recognize Mrs. Potiphar as one of the links? Do you recognize Pharaoh that knew Joseph as one of the links? Do you recognize Pharaoh that did not know Joseph as one of the links? Oh, I'm going somewhere. All these individuals, many of them are family members. Some of them are total strangers. But they are all working out God's plan. You're not getting me. Every one of them, the brothers who lied against him, the brothers who sold him, is all part of divine orchestration. We were in the plane coming to Nigeria. And Adelike's son was sitting next to us, not far from us. He didn't see me because I sat window side and I, I turned my back. I didn't know him. My wife sat next to him at, at the aisle. And then in the morning when I turned, he said, Pastor Bakari. I said, yes. Is that you? I said, yes. Shekou Bakari is my friend. And then look at my wife. I said, is this Shekou's mother? My God. I said, tell your dad I like his dancing. <laughs> you understand me? I, I said, I want you to tell your dad I like his dancing because mm-hmm. And, and the Baba got to the crusade. <laughs> Is it crusade? Campaign ground. <laughs> he got to the campaign ground. One in the school sat. One in the old level. One in the primary school. Or the senator. One in the ninga. But I don't. And then the musician said, Oh, he biri biri o bamio. Oh, he biri biri o kamio. Hey! Oh, he biri biri o kamio. Now, He's given them night, sleepless nights. I said, I like your father because he dances in the face of all those who say he's nobody. Oh, we are your dancing shoes. Do you understand me? Because if you know your destiny, you will not be afraid. You will dance into your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. The last link in the entire story up to this time was Moses. But don't think it's the last one because there will still be Caleb, there will still be Joshua, there will still be others. I want to read a portion of scripture and give you five things. Please allow me to finish today. Don't be angry with me. I just came back. So I was not looking at, do you understand? Don't be angry with me. 
Each link played his part well. Isaac yielded his will to his father, Abraham on Mount Moriah, and became his only begotten son, who inherited all that Abraham left behind, and who also built on the legacy of his father. You think it's an accident that before Jacob left home, Isaac blessed him with the blessing of Abraham? It's a continuum. If I cannot finish today, I will continue another time. You understand me? Because I want you to get it. Many people you consider your enemies were planted by God. They are part of the long chain to bring you to where you are going. Those who deceived you, those who took advantage of you, those who slandered you, those who plotted for you. Do you understand? Guess what? All of them work together for the good of that prophetic word. All of them. All of them. There are some blessings you are cursing. (laughs) Who of these two disciples was a friend of Jesus? Peter or Judas? Huh? I can't hear you. Jesus looked at Judas. He said, friend, why have you come? And then he looked at Jesus said, Satan, get thee behind me. Why? Because one was fast-tracking the destiny of Jesus and the other did not want him to fulfill it. Let me read Acts 7. Acts 7 verse 9. I want to close. Acts 7 verse 9. And the patriarchs becoming envious. Hello. The patriarchs becoming envious. Do people envy you in your family? <laughs> Lift up your head and look at me. Did people envy you in your family? It's part, it's part of the link. You won't get to where you are going except they are envious of you. And the patriarchs becoming envious sold Joseph into Egypt. But God was with him. I loved it. And delivered him out of all his troubles. And gave him favor and wisdom. In the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now a famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt and Canaan. And our fathers found no sustenance. I don't know, Pastor, because I'm walking like an elephant, I'm eating like an ant. These things are not lining up. It's a link. It's not the end of the story. It's a motel. It's a stopover motel. You are passing through the valley of the shadow of death. That's not your final destination. Why is he not walking? Because God is taking you to where he will walk. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first. And the second time, Joseph was made known to his brothers. And Joseph's family became known to the Pharaoh. <laughs> then Joseph sent and called his father and Jacob, his father and all his relatives to him, 75 people. So Jacob went down to Egypt and he died. He and our fathers. 
And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham bought for a sum of money from the source of Hamor, the father of Shechem. But when the time of the promise drew near, with God had sworn to who? Who did he start with? Did he finish with Abraham? Look at all the people I counted. You counted 20. I counted 16. Whoever is right among us, one of us is right. It doesn't bother me. It can be 40. It can be 50. It can be 100 people. All I know is I will reach my goal. He has planted people in strategic places for my sake. You don't get it. For my sake and for your sake. Let's read further. But when the time of the promise drew near with God has sworn to Abram, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt till another king arose who did not know Joseph. This man dealt treacherously with our people, oppressed our forefathers, making them expose their babies so that they might not leave. At this time, you think you're an accident? You think you just came? God sent you. At this time, Moses was born and was well pleasing to God. Nothing. It is the, it is all the equipment that God had equipped me with. They said, yes, but it died. We, or badani da, chi da mi to, eni penko suwa, kutumi da. Eni penko suwa, kutumi da, eni penko suwa, kutumi da. Or badani da, chi da mi to, eni penko suwa, kutumi da. If you are never a Muslim, you will not understand that one. <laughs> So where is that coming from? It's part of the link. There we come in Nigeria. That there will be a religious war between Christians and Muslims. And it will need a Moses. Too much of an Egyptian to be a Jew. And too much of a Jew to be an Egyptian. And somebody else will have to give him a name. It's not an accident I was born in Abelkuta and raised in Sokoto. It's not an accident that I was a Muslim who became a Christian and a pastor. I understand both sides. The reconciliation is about to take place. (laughs) In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't want to read any further. Shall I stop here? Let's consider some scenarios. 
Okay, are you ready? Do like this. Ibo len logon. Ibo len logon. Ibo len logon. Pastor Simeon did it for one hour. Last and they did it for one hour. Ti dance yo mama gulo. Let's pause and ponder on some five major scenarios. Number one, quickly. The promise that began with Abraham did not end with Abraham and his seed. It extended to Egypt and even string countries. So as to fulfill the word God gave to Abraham in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. The Bible says all the countries of the world came to Egypt to buy corn. That was the beginning of the fulfillment of that promise. Number two. Without a doubt, God Almighty watches over his word to perform it. And he uses people and circumstances to fulfill his word. Some of the people and the circumstances may be good. Some of the people and the circumstances may be bad. But God will use all, both good and bad, to work for the good of those who love him, who are they called according to his purpose. Number three, consequent upon the foregoing, it is better in good times and in bad times to cling to God's word. I say it is better in good times and in bad times to cling to God's word rather than clinging to people. Why? Because people will fail you. Only the word of God will not fail you. Psalm 119 verses 49 and 50. Psalm 119 verses 49 and 50. Remember the word to your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort when in my affliction for your word has given me life. Aren't you glad that the word of God abides forever? Number four, what God spoke to one person may have to be fulfilled by another in the same lineage, but in a totally different generation. What God spoke to one person may have to be fulfilled by another person in the same lineage, but in a totally different generation. This is why it took 500 solid years for the word God spoke to Moses, as you heard last Sunday, that rehearsed in the ears of Joshua. I will have war with the Amalekites from generation to generation till I wipe out their memory from under the face, uh, 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 from, from the face of the earth. It took 500 years for that word to come to pass. It was not fulfilled by Moses who heard it. It was not fulfilled by Joshua to whom it was rehearsed again and again. It was the beginning of that fulfillment was by Saul, the son of Kish. When he said, wipe out the Amalekites, and like a dish, wipe them out utterly. But he rebelled against God, became a weak link, and God raised another person in his stead. But many people will quickly jump and say the person God raised was 
David. No, God raised David to replace Saul on the throne, but he looked for someone in the lineage of Kish to fulfill the word that he spoke. Do you understand me? Who was he? Mordecai, the uncle of Esther, is the one that will finish what is left of Aman the Agagite because Saul spared King Agag. Samuel killed him. But the spirit that mentioned because of that rebellion went ahead to wait for another generation to wipe them out. God had to raise someone in the lineage of Kish by the name of Mordecai because what began with one that was not fulfilled. The reason you are here is to fulfill everything that your parents could not do. You are not getting me. There were words spoken to them that you are the one going to fulfill. Do you understand me? Oh, I I, I wish I have all the time to tell you my story. It's not today. It will be another time. Do you get my point? You are here on an assignment. And in Jesus' name, you fulfill your destiny. Number four. I just told you that. Number five. Apart from lineage, biological... Prophetic progression applies also to people who may not be in the same biological lineage, but who carry the same spiritual DNA and auction. Do you understand me? Was Joshua the son of Moses? (laughs) Why was he the one that carried them to the promised land? Who did God speak to? That both Ahab and Jezebel would die on the field of Naboth and they would be eaten by dogs. Elijah. The moment the words were spoken, Jezebel became power drunk. What happened to Elijah? He fled. He took off. The, the prophet feared. The prophet fled just as Moses feared Pharaoh and fled but returned and did not fear the wrath of the king anymore. There's something about your life that is causing you to be afraid. It's going to get out of the way. What you fear will fear you. I say what you have been fearing will fear you. You fear lack. But lack is about to be afraid of you. You don't understand me. You will show up and lack. Wrong address. You will have to pack and go elsewhere. In the mighty name of Jesus. What God spoke to Elijah was not fulfilled by Elijah. It was not fulfilled by Elisha. It was not fulfilled by the servant of the prophet who carried oil to the house of Jehu to anoint Jehu. It was not even fulfilled by Jehu. Abiotan. Prophetic progression. Elijah received the word, spoke it, Elisha received the word, commanded it to the servant, go and anoint Jehu. Jehu was anointed, but Jehu did not use his sword against Jezebel. When Jehu got to where Jezebel was, he spoke, he said, who is on the side of the Lord? Two eunuchs who had been serving the same person. <laughs> yeah. 
who have been serving and who are the beck and call of Jezebel, we are here. He said, throw her down. At the end of the day, prophetic progression that began with Elijah, went through Elisha, passed through the servant, passed through Jehu, and commanded eunuchs to do what they can't do naturally. I have more to say to you, but time will not permit me. There's only one thing that scares me in this message. It scares me because of you. It scares me because some of you don't know how to relate well. Listen to me. In matters of prophetic progression, may God Almighty grace you not to become a rebellious weakling. Because when Saul the king became a rebellious weakling, God removed him. I like what Pastor Simeon said. Yes, you are a major link, but you are, you are not indispensable. But guess what? It's easier to locate it in family and say, this one became a bad sheep. But how about those who are not in the same family? But we drink from the same fountain. The only way you can truly progress and your progress will be evident to all is to have a heart that is linked with the heart of the person you are drinking from. Ah, uh, pastor, don't teach me nonsense. Show it to me in the Bible. I will. If I'm making progress by God's grace and you are not, something is wrong in the link. Something is not flowing down as it should. Do you understand me? It's a matter of the heart. Many of you have been so badly damaged from where you're coming from that if they tell you the truth, you think it's a lie. If a woman had been battered and beaten in a previous marriage, every man he sees is a devil. Or she sees is a devil. If he has been battered in a, in a, a, a different relationship, even if this one is genuine, <laughs> all men are the same. Give me First Chronicles 12. See those who came to David there. To join him in the host. First Chronicles chapter 12. Verse 16 to 18. I give two scriptures and I close. First Chronicles 12. 16 to 18. Then some of the sons of Benjamin and Judah. Came to David at the stronghold. And David went out to meet them. And answered and said to them. If you have come peaceably to me. To help me. My heart will be united with you. That's the key thing. That's where it happens. They were not saying father, mother with him, but they were coming to partake of the grace and the anointing upon David. He said, if you have come to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if to betray me to my enemies, since there is no wrong in my hands, May the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. 
Well, what did they say? <laughs> then the spirit came upon Amasai, chief of the captains, and he said, we are yours. Oh, doesn't that sound like, uh, uh, what, how can you be? We are, we are, I'm not here for anybody, I'm here for God. That's why you are dry. That's the problem. Shadran, Shamini, Jalsin, that's the problem. God will raise a man, pour his grace upon him, and wants you to connect. Who is taking advantage of you? Who is asking you for anything? The rebellious will dwell in dry places. Check your heart. Then the spirit came upon Amasai, chief of the captain, and he said, We are yours, O David. We are on your side, also, son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to your helpers, for your God helps you. So David received them and made them captains of the truth. Can I say only one more thing before the last scripture? I'm sorry for keeping you. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Let me tell you one thing right now. If you are made a captain, but your strength is 50, you will flourish when you are in the midst of 50. If you are a captain of 50, and they make you a captain of a thousand, you will reduce a thousand to 50. But if you are a captain of a thousand and they make you a captain of fifty, you will increase them to a thousand. You know what you carry by what happens around you. It's your heart attitude. When your heart is not right, you can't go further. Because the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. It does not judge by external looks. Unlike your suit last Sunday was smart. Uh, you think I'd, you think I didn't see it? You are you are really as a hey, whoa, boy. <laughs> you don't know what, what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sure he dressed. She dressed him up. That man. Sorry, sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. I <laughs> one last scripture and I close I love prophetic progression because you don't have to be in my family to carry what I carry do you understand me called spiritual DNA it's called the unction to function it's a grace of God do you understand me it is grace it is grace this is great. I'm not smart. Everything about my life was slow. But I am what I am by the grace of God. You don't like my face. It doesn't change anything. <laughs> One last scripture. So that you can go home. Second mm. Kings chapter 10, verse 15 and 16. Second Kings 10, 15 and 16. Here was Jehu. Furiously. 
driving to eliminate the sons of Ahab. And then when he departed from there, he met who? Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, coming to meet him. And he greeted him and said to him, Is your heart right as my heart is toward you? And Jehonadab answered, It is. Jehu said, If it is, give me your hand. So he gave him his hand and he took him up to him into the chariot. You will not have to be walking on your foot any longer when your heart is right. Do you understand? When your heart is right, where I am, you will be. That's what Jesus said. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you'll be also. The reason I'm going up is for your sake because I will see you at the top. Is your heart right? You don't have to belong to the family of Kish to do the job. You don't have to become to the family of in you are the families of the earth. So God now deposits his grace, his anointing into the life of a people. And when you connect to their spiritual DNA, whatever is happening in their life will begin to happen in your life. I've never seen fish go to swimming school. I've never seen elephant pray to be big because they naturally happen in their, in their family. And if I'm not struggling, your struggle comes to an end. In the name of Jesus Christ, the grace of God will work for you. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit will chart a new course for you. Chart a new path for you. What others are looking for will be looking for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Here is a final word. Prophetic progression or regression. The choice is yours. Prophetic progression or retrogression. The choice is yours. Because Lot left on with Abraham. But see what happened to him when he disconnected. Do you understand me? Did he not go with him? How about Gehazi? Did not Gehazi serve Elijah? Who received double portion of the spirit of Elijah? What happened to him? What happened to the sons of the prophets that were being trained by Elijah in the college of prophets? They treated him as a common teacher, but not as their father. Do you understand me? Not as their father. And when the time came for him to be taken, it was only his son who received the double portion of what he got. My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen there is your heart attitude. Hey, you are older than I am by age. It is not according to age, it's by grace. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with grace. Gehazi got triple drop portion of leprosy. Because he said the leprosy of, of will cling to you and to your descendants forever. The descendants didn't do anything. But the one who is ahead of them did something wrong. The leprosy had to go through until God will cleanse them. Do you understand me? Prophetic progression is dangerous. You must not be a rebellious weakling. Because prophetic progression... Or retrogression, the choice is yours. If you are Lord, everything you labor for will be born. Your descendants will become Ammonites and Moabites. The house you build because you don't want to stay in a tent will be burnt down. If you are Gehazi, leprosy will cling to you. And if you are just one of the sons of the prophets, don't you know your master has been taken away from you today? 
you will see it because it's on the other side but nothing will fall down to you but your life will change from today as you hear this word your circumstances will line up your heart will be pure you will not listen to a lie you will not believe a lie you will trust God you will obey God listen believe in the Lord your God and thou shalt be established but believe in the prophets and thou shalt prosper and when God puts one in your midst and you don't prosper check your heart stand to your feet Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory and praise. We give you adoration. We magnify your holy name. We bless you for who you are. Thank you for the entrance of your word that brings light and understanding to the simple. Lord, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice today, we're not going to retrogression. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will receive the word, they will prosper by the word, and their progress will be evident to all. Thank you for what you said to Abraham, and thank you for all the links that he matched in order to fulfill that word. You watch over your word to perform it, and every good work you have spoken over our life in this ministry, one after the other, family by family, let them come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, fulfill your word in our lives. Bring us into alignment so that our progress will be evident to all. In Jesus' mighty name. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.